Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Danny Whitman Podcast. I am your host, stand-up comedian and frontman for the band D&D, Danny Whitman. How's it going? Um, today, before we start the podcast, I want to share some news, a little bit of sad news here. Um, Bushwick Bill from the Ghetto Boys has passed away. I know that uh, rap doesn't always get the credit that it might deserve here on the podcast, but I was a fan of the Ghetto Boys, and uh, I think Bushwick has a um, cool story. If you if you look a little bit about him, he's a, of course, for you guys that don't know, he he's considered a dwarf or a midget, whatever the proper term is nowadays. I don't know, but um, for a little guy, he packed a big punch in the rap industry but uh his story growing up was pretty cool he lived next door to bob marley and uh across the street from the whalers and uh, a town called Trenchtown in jamaica before he moved here to new york or to the united states which he did move to new york uh he lived in bushwick which that's where the name comes from uh he's only 40 52 52 yeah um and passed away from pancreatic cancer. Um, it's a terrible way to die, man. It's 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 shitty. Cancer is terrible, no matter what form it is. But I watched my grandpa die of pancreatic cancer, and it's really sad. It's a sad disease. Um, this just goes to show you how big a scumbags promoters can be. Is apparently he was trying to get healthy enough to go back out on the road, and then uh, once promoters started booking the show and everything they started promoting the sick end of him instead of just promoting the uh entertainer going out and doing shows they tried to promote that this would be your last time with him um i believe that they actually tried to name the tour the long road and the last goodbye tour uh that tour never happened and unfortunately it's never going to happen now but um you know, for his family and friends and loved ones, uh, hearts go out to you, it's sad, and, uh, hopefully his family will be able to carry on here soon and, uh, put their lives back together, because I'm sure that they were not expecting this death, even though he was sick, uh, it did seem like he was kind of making a little bit of a turnaround, and unfortunately just lost the battle, so, uh, Bushwick Bill, rest in peace, um, when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about movies and music. Alright, and we're back. Thank you guys for sticking with the show. Um, just want to give out a quick reminder that if you're in the area of Council Bluffs, Iowa tonight, me and the Wandering Stoner will be on the stage of The Barrel. So, if uh, you can swing on by, come out and enjoy some live entertainment we're on the show. I know that they have uh, quite a few different comedians on the show tonight. I don't have the list in front of me. But uh, me and the Wandering Stoner, that's all you need to know. And I believe there's no cover charge. So That's The Barrel in Council Bluffs, Iowa. The city that never sleeps, thanks to meth. So we're going to talk some music, or movies here actually. I'm so used to talking about mu- uh, music that movies really hasn't gotten a spotlight here on the podcast yet. Um, Paramount is talking about doing a remake of Scrooged. 
the Bill Murray movie, beloved Christmas movie, with Kevin Hart. Um, I'm guessing he's he's talking about directing it and possibly playing in it. I don't know if he'd be the main role. So far, the idea with fans has gotten quite a bit of negative feedback. A lot of fans don't understand why they'd be remaking this. Scrooge was basically just a different take of the Christmas Carol. So you're pretty much just doing another remake of that by remaking Scrooge. So um, a lot of fans don't really understand why it's pretty much leading back to the only reason why is probably money of course um, sequels make a lot of money and they're really easy to write because you only have to change a few things and um, you got a movie so of course sequels are going to be um, They're really not sequels, reboots. You know, this is a reboot that they're talking. Um, they're just talking about redoing it with different actors. And, um, you know, sequels, I guess, are different. Sequels, you do have to write. Reboots, you just change the actors and a few, few scenes. And you redirect it and you got a movie. Hollywood is lacking in original material as far as writers go, as far as writing movies and stuff there's only a few original movies that are coming out sequels um not sequels oh my god i'm stoned reboots are really popular in hollywood right now so um perfect example here they are talking about um redoing a gremlins i just seen if you redo that, you better not fuck that up because that's a movie that I'll, I'll get really upset if you re-put that out and it doesn't work. The thing with Scrooge is that I have a hard time. I have a hard time with anybody redoing a Bill Murray movie. Bill Murray's work to me is um, perfect <laughs> in pretty much everything he's ever done. He's one actor that I definitely have a lot of respect for. And uh, I, I would love to hang out with Bill Murray. I think that'd be a lot of fun, just chilling on a golf course. Me and Stoner were talking yesterday, you know, Space Jams. Well, one of my favorite parts of Space Jams is all the little parts with Bill Murray in it. Even watching it with my kids today, I can still say that. So, even though I like Kevin Hart a lot, I think Kevin Hart's a great comedian. Um, most of everything that Kevin Hart's done on film is good. He's done, you know, I'd say like 90%. He has done a lot of B-side crap. And um, that just didn't hit with me. Maybe it did with you guys, but it definitely didn't hit with me. And uh, I just really hope, you know, if they're, they're going to do it, they do it right. And maybe just hope that they don't do it at all that's really what I'm hoping for at this point uh, I would say from what I read in the article that about 70% of people said that the, there's no reason for this movie to be made 
So I'd like to think that maybe Paramount, especially Kevin Hart, you know, he he knows what he's doing. And, you know, Paramount does too. They've been around for fucking ever. So hopefully with that much of um, a negative feedback, they'll just say, yeah, it's not worth it. Let's scrap the idea. You know, Paramount can write a bunch of shit and put Kevin Hart in it. I don't, I don't know why they're uh, really interested in this. You know, and I'm sure Kevin Hart could write a movie. You know, he's very talented. He, he writes great comedy. I think that he could sit down and write an original movie, and I would be more interested in seeing that. I know, over a remake of Scrooge. There's nothing wrong with the first one. If you haven't seen it, go see it. And if uh, Paramount makes a remake of it, don't go and see that one. Just go see the original one with Bill Murray, because that one was the shit. Patton, Os <laughs> Patton Oswalt. God, I can't talk. I, I should not smoke before the podcast, but... You know, what else would I do before the podcast, then? Pat Oswalt will replace Louis C.K. in uh, Secret Secret Life of Pets 2, I think. Yeah. Um, apparently, Pat Oswalt was the perfect replacement with um, all the people that have, have worked on it and have heard his part in there. Um... I like Patton Oswalt, but I, I think it's bullshit that the excuses that they use to fire Louis in this movie. Louis is not the face of this dog. He is a voice, but he's he's not the face. He's not a character. Uh, I could understand more firing the guy if you don't want to work with him as a um as a character, but. To, to fire the guy for voiceover work, I think that's a little, you know, too much. I, Louis admitted to everything that he did wrong, and I'm going to be a Louis C.K. fan, and that might piss off some people. I don't think that what Louis did was right by any means. It, that's a sick thing to do, and I, I hope that he wouldn't get help. But I'm not going to – it's not going to push me away from the fact that Louis is a very funny guy, and I enjoy his stand-up. And I think a lot of other comedians will sit here and tell you the same thing. Maybe even the woman that he jerked off on. So, you know, uh, R. Kelly, I was talking about him yesterday on the podcast. He's an extreme piece of shit. He creeps me out. But guess what? Still sells out concerts, still sells CDs, still, you know, without a problem. So, um, I'm not going to sit here and say, I don't like Louis C.K.'s comedy. Just because of what he did, I think I'd maybe not necessarily kind of guy that I'd want to hang out with. But what's funny is funny to me, folks. I've said that before a lot. You know, uh, they've never kept that a secret. What is funny is funny. I don't care. So, um, you know, if I got asked tomorrow to open for Louis C.K., would I do it? Oh, yes, I would. I'd even let him jerk off on me for a little bit of that Netflix money. business is what you make it folks but 
Just kidding, by the way. I, I don't agree. I just want to make that perfectly clear. I do not agree with anything that Louis C.K. did. I'm just standing a comedy here, okay? Most comedians have a very dark past, and that is not a hidden secret. That's where the funny comes from, so... So yeah, check out Pat Oswalt and the Secret Life of Pets. Now that Louis C.K. is not involved with that franchise, your kids can now go to the movie theater and feel comfortable knowing that they're not hearing a man that jerked off on a bunch of comedians that they'll never see or hear of because they were a bunch of nobodies. When you're famous for... Louis C.K. jerking off on you and not famous for your comedy, that's when you know you're not going anywhere. And you're not opening for Louis again, that's for sure. <clears throat> so, anyway, we're going to take a break. We're going to play a sponsored ad. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Once again, I definitely appreciate it. And if you haven't yet, go and download that goddamn Anchor FM app. Best way to hear the podcast is through Anchor FM. So we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. I was uh, just notified that midget is a slur that is not an okay term to use. So just so you guys know, because I didn't know, you can't say the M word, okay? Don't say the M word. Wouldn't that be the cutest protest? bunch of midgets standing out in the lawn holding a bunch of protest index cards I'm an asshole I know but anyway right now I'm gonna do a little movie review Um, if you have a movie that you want me to review do a little segment here on the podcast about send me it in uh, message me here on the podcast and I will watch it and do a little movie review on it. So anyway, the first movie review we're going to do here is on The Crazies. This movie came out in 2010. It's a horror slash sci-fi type movie. Um, I'm really bad with the actors' names, so it's got that one dude in it and that one hot chick and Joe Anderson. How could you forget about Joe Anderson? So based in Iowa I think that's pretty cool uh, just you know quiet little Midwest town <clears throat> everybody knows everybody it's got that small town feel to it basically what happens is a plane crashes into a, a river which leads to the water supply of the town the people that live closest to the water supply are affected Uh, They kind of turn into like zombie-like creatures um, with a little bit more intelligence to them. They can fire guns and, you know, put up a better fight than a zombie typically does in a zombie movie. Um, So, yeah, you know, people just start to become crazy. It's got a lot of cool scenes in it. One uh, cool scene right in the first beginning part of the movie is uh, they're at a baseball game. Uh, everybody's just, you know, having a good, good time. And out of nowhere, uh, a guy comes out of center field carrying a rifle. 
he's obviously affected by the water. Um, the cop runs out. Who The main characters of this movie is a cop, a doctor, and Joe Anderson is a cop. So there's two cops and a doctor, basically, are the, the main three characters of this movie. So he jumps out there, runs out, uh, meets up with a guy, tries to tell him to put the gun down. The guy pulls the gun up and uh, shoots him. He thinks that he's drunk. Autopsy comes back. There was no alcohol. And that's basically when he starts investigating to figure out what the fuck's going on here in town. I don't want to spoil all of the movie, of course, but there's a lot of cool scenes in the movie. If you haven't seen it, uh, check it out. Um, and basically through the movie, the government comes in, they, they try to quarantine this town, uh, try to wipe it out. They, at the end, they'd kind of find out that they were wiping out the whole town, not just people that were affected, but, um, cause they basically set up concentration camp like things and were separating people that they thought were affected by the by the water the virus that had gotten into the water and they um they they were basically wiping out everybody not just the people that were affected so a little bit uh behind the movie a little bit here is uh when it came out it made 55 million dollars at the box office so that, that is uh that's pretty good not bad for a horror flick and uh they got away with a 20 million dollar budget so you know 55 million out of a 20 million dollar budget quite a bit of profit there not bad it has a 71 percent on rotten tomatoes but i looked it up through google it has like a 80 something percent so there's a big difference there I typically like to go to Rotten Tomato for my reviews when it comes to movies though um, it, sum, up, sum it up though it pretty much reminds me of a quarantine type movie if you haven't seen the movie quarantine check that one out as well I'm not going to do a review on it today but uh, <clears throat> that is a good movie I thought I've only seen it once. I don't know. It's been a long time. Maybe I need to rewatch it. You rewatch certain things and then it sucks. And, uh, you know, sometimes it holds up like good Bill Murray movies. Never disappointed when I go back and watch a Bill Murray movie until Kevin Hartry doesn't fucks it up. So anyway, uh, before I get too much on a rant on Kevin Hart and his remake of Scrooge here, I already did that segment. I don't want to retouch on it too much, but I'm irritated. So anyway, go and check out the movie The Crazies. I definitely recommend this film. Uh, if I had to give it, you know, a 1 out of 10, I'd give it an 8 for sure. It's definitely a good movie. So... Um, we're going to hear a sponsored ad real quick. When we get back, we're going to talk uh, maybe a little bit more about movies, a little bit music news. Then I'll let you guys go for the day. So, all right, stick around. We'll be right back. All right, and we're back. I've uh, just been told that Bushwick Bill might not have passed away. Apparently, TMZ does not have their shit together. Um... 
So we don't really know what's going on with the little man right now, but as of right now, his son has confirmed on his Twitter account that his dad is still fighting for his life. So don't count him out quite yet. The dude's still fighting, man. Wishing you the best, little guy. Sorry uh, we announced that you died in the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> you can blame TMZ, though, for not knowing what the fuck they were talking about. Because that's where I got that info from. Along with a lot of other news sources on Facebook reported that. So not just TMZ, but uh, I do expect TMZ, who claims that they know everything about celebrity news, to get their shit right. So we are going to talk a little bit about music real quick before we call it a day here on the podcast. It's been a day for sure. Um, lol, <laughs> I can't talk. I am so tired of not being able to talk. I get on here and I fumble my words. I never do this anywhere else. It's just on here. Uh, I get on a stage, I can talk perfectly, but for some reason I get on a podcast and I get nervous. That makes no sense to me. But anyway, Lars from Metallica was asked the other day, what songs would they cover if they decided to do another Garage Day uh, album? Lars hinted back with, uh, just watch and wait and you'll see. So apparently uh, Metallica sounds like they are planning to do another uh, another Garage album. So, my question to you guys who are listening to the podcast is what songs would you want to hear Metallica cover if they did do another one? Um, I think I'd like to hear another Thin Lizzy song. If they did, I don't know which one. I'm glad that they did Whiskey in the Jar. Uh, That's a great Thin Lizzy tune, but I'd like to maybe hear something, uh, another one, if they redid it. Um... Everybody knows I'm a huge Misfits fan, so I love the uh, Die, Die, Darling and Blast Caress covers that they've done. Um, Metallica's not really a band that you think of when you think of cover tunes. Like, I know they did Turn the Page, but they're not typically a band that you think of to hear covers from. And that's probably because their own music is just so fucking badass that why would you need to do covers? But they still do them anyway because that's how fucking badass they are. Um, so, I don't know, hopefully when Metallica gets off tour, we, we talked yesterday about how long this tour has gone, uh, how many shows they've been doing, they've been kicking ass out on tour, so hopefully after this tour, maybe, who knows, we will see another Garage album. <coughs> Oh, man. I am uh, all congested today. It just recently happened. Just feeling fine at the beginning of the podcast. And now we're getting towards the end, and now I feel like I'm getting sick. (coughs) Oh, got a terrible cough. Sorry, folks. I apologize. But uh, some more news on the drum front. Jeremy Spencer formerly a five-finger death punch, has taken on a new role in the community as he has stepped away from the band. He is now a police officer in in Indiana. Um, He was sworn into office the other day. Um, 
Jeremy's originally from Indiana. This is he's gone back to his hometown. He's now splitting time between his hometown of Indiana and Las Vegas, Nevada, where, of course, the the Death Punch guys live. Um. So I just think it's funny that there is a possibility that if you're driving in Indiana and you get pulled over, that Jeremy Spencer could be the guy that pulls you over. I would like to assume that if you get pulled over by Jeremy, he's probably the coolest guy to get pulled over from in the world. But uh, honestly, if it wasn't for the tattoos, I would not recognize this dude right now because he is blowing up. This dude is chubby. Okay, I'm not, I don't know how to say it to be nice, but he, he's getting pretty chubby now that he's not the drummer for Five Figure Death Punch. He does claim that he's got other music projects coming out, and this is just a, uh, a, a part-time gig. He, uh, he's liking having a normal role. He made a comment that he, you know, he's been on the road so long that he didn't even know where the cups were at home. So he's, he's enjoying the normal life. Um, I'm guessing he knows where his plates and his cups are now. And, uh, you know, he's working a normal job. That, that guy's probably got a lot of money, so I'll give him credit for wanting to do this because uh, cops don't make a lot of money, especially, like, not five-figure death punch money. So who knows how long he'll keep this up, but uh, anyway, I thought it was funny that if you're speeding in Indiana, Jeremy Spencer might get you. So, friends, with that, I think that is our music news for the day. Not a whole lot going out on the music front, other than we all want to know what the hell is happening with Bushwick Bill. So, hopefully on the next podcast, we'll get some answers for you guys. Uh, hopefully, like I said, the little man's going to pull through, keep fighting. Uh, anyway, no matter what happens, our hearts go out to your family and your friends in uh, this, this hard time. So, um... This has been another episode of the Danny Whitman Podcast. Please go and listen to all of the other episodes. Uh, this is episode four. So we got a couple other episodes that you can check out here on the Anchor FM app, on Spotify, uh, Google, Google Podcast, a um, bunch of different platforms. So check it out. But please download the Anchor FM app. We definitely appreciate it. And with that being said, I am your host, Danny Whitman. Uh, Please come back for another episode, and we'll talk next time.